Eating good food should be easy. Whether you're stuck in a rut for inspiration or just can't get organized to cook, this is a game changer. Real Plans is a meal planner with superpowers. It creates a custom plan to suit your family's size, busy schedule, and ever-changing needs. Real Plans is available on iOS and Android platforms and has a 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can cancel at any time if it's just not working for you. Head over to elisathearnista.com and find our Real Plans banner over on the right-hand side to get you started. And welcome to another Better Late Than Never podcast of Elisa the Arnisa podcast. My name is Mike, and by my side, knitting as always, is Elisa the Arnisa herself. How are you doing today, Elisa? I'm good. I, I remember how to knit, so that's good. Why would you forget? I haven't knitted. It's like riding a bike. In like a week. Yeah, but you can still knit. Yeah, I you're remember. So, you're a knitting professional. If you'd forgot um, after a week how to knit, yeah. that would be horrible. That would be unfortunate. I, I should not be at my current job if I forget in a week. No. Yeah. So welcome, everybody. We're, again, we're a little bit late. We're, we're starting to record a few hours after we normally have this posted. And this week is not my fault. I'm not taking the blame this week. This week I'm going to blame Elisa the Yarnista herself. No, I'm going to blame my friend that got me, uh, as part of my Christmas gift, uh, got us tickets to go see Population 45, the... The stage production. So what is Population 485? It is Michael Perry's, I believe, his first book. It was before he was married and all of that. It was Did you very, like it? Was it was very Wisconsin. Oh, I loved it. I've never I read would it, go so see I don't it again. know anything about it. Well, it's about his, uh, he moved back, moved back to New Auburn, Wisconsin, and uh, he uh, joins the local fire department, and uh, his, uh, their, their, the good stories and the bad stories and the... Everything kind of in between, and the characters uh, for the that are on the, the the fire and rescue team. Cool. It was really good. So he was the narrator, and then he interacted with the some of the characters. So is he? He's a character in the book, right? It's a. Or how does it's it work? A, it's a. It's a. It's a. It's a it, it's his true account of things, or he wrote it about his true life things. Right, I understand that, but isn't he? He's not like in the book himself. Or how does that work? How does he how does he put himself in the book? He he wrote the book, so I think he talks about everyone else and talks about himself. And I think it's first person. He's he's not a character in the book. It's not a story. Okay, so he's that's interesting. It's an interesting way of setting up the play from the book. What do you mean? Well, I would expect that if normally a play has people in it who are interacting and talking yeah. to each other. And he is the main character of the story, right? So if he's not actually well, he's not in really the play, character. but he facilitates as a... But as the author, he tells the story. So he's kind of telling the story. But yeah, he interacts with them. He said the hardest thing that he, that like was to figure out how to take like a book and put it into a stage production. Because he said there's just not enough time. So they did like a Q&A author no. writer talk? No, it was in the, the, the notes about it. Oh, in the, okay. The in the playbill? Yep, in the playbill. So yeah, it was at the Oconomowoc Arts Center. Really, really nice facility. It was packed. It was sold out, um, except for the two seats next to us. My friends, uh, my friends, hubby got the seats for us, and um, she's she's not computer internety inclined. And we got our we got there and looked at our tickets, and they told us where to go. And we got down and to the front. And she kind of loves Michael Perry a lot, a little bit, yeah, a lot. 
and uh, we were very, very front row. As in in the front row? We were in the front row. Yeah. Front row center, and she uh, almost passed out. Or from the change in altitude? That she was going to be that close to him Uh, for, like, you know, all night. It was fun. We went to a place in Oconomowoc, an Italian kind of deli, uh, Bella Gusto? Gusta? Bella Gusto, probably. Um, Really good food. I had a gluten-free panini. Um... And some Italian almond cake for dessert mm. was really, really good. It was a very nice night. What'd you do? I did all kinds of fun stuff. Me and Rollo, we were all by ourselves. So I, well, first we went for a walk, and that okay. was fun. And then we got in the car, and we went for a ride. We went to get some Papa Murphy's pizza. They had a, with a taco grande or taco something pizza. It was really good. And I'll, I'll say, too, that, that when they have their pizzas and they have their sizing on there and they have the family size, that's just a lie. That's a lie, unless it's me and, like, a, a tiny baby. So I think I had, like, six pieces of that So, pizza. like, you and Rollo? Yeah, Rollo got a little piece of crust. He was super happy about that. Then we just hung out and we watched some Star Trek, the original series. The original, we, I was going to say, which some, one? Yeah, we watched some Monty Python, the things that, that you don't want to watch when, when we're here. So, watch that. Tried as much as I, I was going to do because I had all this plan. Like I'm going to get some stuff done, and I'm going to work on the podcast. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have one evening where I'm not trying to be, yeah, quote unquote productive. And so I'm like, I put my phone down, and I had my pizza, and Rollo was hanging out in his bed, and we just watched some TV. And Zona, of course, something came up in one of the Monty Python sketches that I had to cut out for the show. That'll that'll come up later on after like the Easter egg thing at the end of the show. So it worked out. Like I still got something productive done in the in the whole thing. But yeah, in the meantime, it was just kind of well, hanging out, like relaxing. Last I, week when you were left, I thought, oh, I'm gonna get so much stuff. I'm gonna have a you know this big huge evening to myself. And then all of a sudden, I, got, I, I didn't get home until five thirty from work. And then by the time I ate my food and watched TV, and then it was time to go to bed. Yeah. And I was really really super tired, so I went to bed. And I just didn't feel like. Staring at a computer screen. Like, I'm going to take one day out of my week to not, not look at computer. a computer screen. And yeah. so that's what I did. Well, and you worked really hard at the store yesterday, so it's you deserved true. an evening of relaxing. Yeah. It was yesterday, wasn't it? It feels like it, it was feels this like morning forever or something. ago. Yeah, it's like, like it just happened. Yeah, I drove home in the dark all by myself and everything, which it wasn't, it wasn't icy at all. No, it was, like I said, it was still in the upper 30s, so I didn't yeah. think it would be. And then, unless you get in some of like, the uh, lower-lying areas, sometimes it can change and, and freeze up a little bit. But you sent me, a like, the message on Waze saying that, like, we can follow your route home mm-hmm. and kind of where you are. That Like, the ETA was completely wrong. Well, the ETA kept changing because it won't give me the route that I want home from there. Well, it wasn't changing. It just, every time I would, I would open it, it said your time of arrival was whatever time I was looking at it. Well, that's just wrong. Yeah, I'm like, as you said, because the first time I looked at it, I'm like, oh, she's gonna be home at ten thirty, and I look, oh, it's ten thirty, and then like I'm sitting there, and you, you're not there, and then all of a sudden it says there's a five minute delay. I'm like, oh no, is what did she die somewhere? And so then I go just back for into five it. minutes. <laughs> well, but if, yeah, I guess it maybe wasn't looking at rerouting and then all of a sudden i realized like the second or third time in it's just showing me i, I went in at ten fifty seven. it says you'll be home at ten fifty seven. i'm like oh well i guess that's the problem i was having a hard time picking up gps for a while too so when i first sent it to you i don't think i was picking up gps i don't know if that might have had something to do with it, it. 
well even through the whole trip because if you close out of it and refresh it or whatever and yeah i don't know anyway i could see where you were the little ways guy was there and i could see that you were on well at least near the road i guess i can't couldn't tell if you were on the road well there are a bunch of different ways to get home from oconomowoc and of course none of them that Waze gives you as an option is the one that I want to take because it's the easiest. I don't need to be driving through curvy roads that it's like, you know, 45 and you have 18 stop signs. I like to go on one road and then the other road and then I'm done. There you go. And it takes like five minutes longer, but it is such an easier drive. So you don't really need Waze then. Well, it does help though. Of course, you don't go that way a lot. And if you're in the dark, it's hard to know when the turns are coming up and all that stuff. Yeah. I don't leave town very often. Not even go, don't go that way very I don't go anywhere other than like between here and the store. Yeah. Although I have to go to Madison tomorrow. That's going to be crazy. That'll be good. Go to an eye appointment. Ooh, that's fun. Get my eyes checked out. A little warranty service. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. All right, everybody. So since you're here with us. Every week, I like to try to give you uh, some idea that's something you can do to help us out here at the show. And uh, we are available on iTunes. We're available on Stitcher. We're available on Google. Google? Google. Google Play. What's Google? It's, it's, it's Google and Google and Play all at the same time. Go to Google Play. And uh, you know what? I would say, I was going to say just subscribe to one of those. But I'm going to say subscribe to all three and download on all three of those every single week. And uh, help us get some more li- listens and some more views and everything like that. And what's happening... Oh, he's still going after his new club. Yeah, we're 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 working on the situation. Yeah, I think that's a lost cause. I think uh, just let him go. But yeah, so check us out: iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Tell your friends, tell your family, let them know about all the fun you have here. You can also find us uh, Patreon p a t r e o n dot com slash at least the yard. for five bucks a month get you access to the live video version of the show as we record each and every single week. You can hang out in the chat with super cool party people and talk about super fun things and have a good time. It's always fun. If you want to interact with us, uh, outside of that, you can send us an email, podcast at elisathearnista.com. We'll chat about anything that you have on your mind, whether it's knitting related, whether it's Papa Murphy's Pizza related, whether it's dogs chewing on the dewclaw incessantly while you're recording a podcast, but that's the only time for some stupid reason. We're send easy. Us that. We're easy. Send us something mm-hmm. to talk about. We will talk about it. And before we get into, uh, so I can bring this up later, but I think I want to Uh-oh. get into it right away. But to, uh, before we go into the main podcast thing, just want to say a, a big thank you to Christine Kelly from U University on YouTube. She, well, I guess, yeah, I guess it's on YouTube. I was going to say if it's, uh, I don't it think is it's on a YouTube. website. But uh, Christine Kelly, she has a, a YouTube channel called U, of course, it's E-W-E, like a sheep. Because that's obviously the way it has to be when you're talking about knitting. But mm-hmm. it's called U University. Check it out. She uh, stopped into the store last weekend on Saturday while I was there. You had a class going on. Yep. So you didn't get to talk to her. But uh, I talked to her a little bit up at the front while she was um, checking out and making her purchases and everything like that. And so we had a nice little chat about uh, her and um, kind of her background with the the YouTube videos and all that kind of stuff. So check that out. Uh, she said some really nice things about the store. And... I don't remember what there's a there's a link on the Firefly page the Firefly Fibers Facebook yeah. page if you want to see which video it is otherwise U University on um, on uh, YouTube and it's in the very beginning and it's just yeah it was very very nice thank you 
yeah, so it's very cool that she uh, took the time to share some of those uh, her thoughts and everything. And obviously, there was never a doubt that she would say positive things about the store because Elise does such a good job there. It was very cool, but it's nice to kind of hear those uh, from, I guess, a professional in the uh, fiber and knitting community. She does a lot of neat videos. It's not just you know talking about necessarily products and reviewing stores and things like that, but she does some neat. I know she had one video she talked to me about too, um, talking about different kinds of Swifts and mm-hmm. you know winding yarns and uh, fiber content and all kinds of you know educational type things too so uh, again you you university christine kelly she's a, a psychiatry professor i yep, believe she's a doctor. in illinois yeah yep. so you know she uh kind of builds some of that into her show as well she kind of comes at it from a, a different angle than maybe you're used to and puts kind of a, a unique spin on some of the things that she talks about and that she uh, brings up on her show so it's pretty cool well, and I didn't know about it, and then I got an email from one of our customers that saw that saw the the episode, and they said, "Oh, hey, you got to watch this." They she said some really nice things about you. I'm like, "When was she here?" And then I saw her, and I'm like, "I recognize her." Yeah, she was there for was, quite a while because yeah, she and she wasn't afraid of walking. I had a class at the time, and she wasn't afraid of walking around the table and kind of looking at stuff. So that was nice. Yeah, I always yeah. If you come in the shop and there's a tape, there's there's a class at the table or a group there. Don't be afraid of them. Just wander around and. Yeah, I mean, don't like jump around and dance and yell and scream and and be distracting. But yeah, you can yeah, walk around and yeah, you can still look at stuff. I'll tell them to move their stuff. Get out of the way. Don't move their stuff. Yeah, they well they they make themselves at home, which they should. They should. Yeah. So. <laughs> You're doing it right now, Lisa. Let's talk about. What you got in the needles? What are you working on? Um, at this exact moment, I am uh, actually knitting on um, one of my 2016 Opal Advent socks. That's a long time ago. Yeah, but it's the only thing I have that I can really just kind of knit in a circle on right now. Um, so I just needed something just to kind of keep my hands busy. So that's what I'm working on at this exact moment. But this week, um, I don't have any um, actual, like, well, I kind of started something. But then I changed my colors. So, but I'm really happy with my colors now. I'm didn't do a. Um, so I finished. So as far as what I finished this week, the classes went up mm-hmm. finally, um, and the knit along in Let Lopi um, that was launched. Um, and I'm actually I'm wearing my my stroker pullover today. Yeah. Um, it will be back at the store next week. I brought it home just for this special occasion fancy um see if you're a if you're a patron on p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash lisa arnista you could see the sweater right now and i really like it yeah it it's very really cozy nice. i'm just wearing a light i'm just wearing a lightweight uh t-shirt underneath it um and everybody thinks that it, 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 it i've gotten a lot of comments that it seems like the oh well it's it's gonna be itchy well it's it's a little bit coarse um i can feel it kind of through this but it's not bad at all i mean i just have like a really thin t-shirt on underneath um and as my skin warms up then um the better the better it's feeling um skin warms up yeah or as the as it warms up with my with my body temperature really as the fiber yeah as the fiber it softens the fiber a little bit as it gets warm Mm -hmm. i never would have thought of that but um yeah, so I've been dying ever since I bound this off, and I have been dying to cast on another sweater. So on Friday morning at knitting, I ended up I woven the rest of my color work ends on this, mm-hmm. um, and I've been dying to cast on another one. And 
I finally have my colors picked out, so I'll be posting. I'm hoping to be able to cast the sleeve back on tomorrow. I did a little bit. Didn't like one of, one of the colors that was in there. It looked a little too... Looks a little too seventies. Um, so, so it was or either orange or yellow, brown and gold. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, That's so good seventies colors. So I have swapped out those two colors for something else, and I'm gonna recast on the sleeve. So this the pattern is T E L J A um, by Jennifer Steingas, and the I like how she has you do it because she has you cast on the sleeve first. And for me, that was really nice because I was able to cast on the sleeve and get the cuff worked. And there's a little bit of color work at the bottom of the cuff. And at that point, I was able to say, no, I don't really like that co- those colors together. So better so, then than you get through. Yes. Testing it on the yoke when you have right. all of those stitches on there. So, yeah. So I, I ripped it back. and Or I haven't ripped it back yet, but I picked out other colors. And the other colors, they just they feel right. That's... They're, they're, I think they're going to be really good. So, so what are your new your new colors? Um, I'll post a picture of them. Okay. Yeah, it's still the same color scheme. It's just it's a darker, like almost like it's like a like a like a brown black, and then kind of a a goldeny kind of. Well, it's kind of a baby poop bronze. That sounds fantastic. Oh, it's 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 beautiful, Mike. It's yeah, it's sure. basically like yeah, it's it's black brown and baby poop. Mm. Yeah. So, but yeah, the the yellow and the dark brown were just too like two seventies. So, um, what else do I have? That's all I have really going on on my needles. Yeah, I have a hat that I want to cast on. Maybe I'll cast that on tomorrow. You should. So, and I'll be getting ready for the Brooklyn Tweed yarn tasting this week. So, I'm excited about that. That's on Friday. Friday. Yep. Well, if you want to buy these things that Lisa's talking about, or you'd want to go to the Brooklyn Tweed Yarn Tasting, even if you're not local, if you want to fly in for it, that, you know, you're welcome to do so. I would recommend getting right? your ticket for the event first because uh, they might sell out. So, Uh-oh. yeah, you can get them on the website. You can go to FireflyFibers.com because that is the local yarn shop that Lisa and I own right here in Beaverdam, Wisconsin. Get uh, your seat for the Brooklyn Tweed Yarn Tasting. You can buy Brooklyn Tweed on the website. Mm-hmm. You can buy Julie Aslin Yarn on the website. All kinds of fun stuff Some there. Let Lopi. Some Let Lopi. Yep. Likey sets. Lika. Lika. You can buy those on the website. Because they're here. Yeah, we've got the, the sets and the individuals and the cables and all that fun stuff. And you can pre-order issue four of Len Magazine. I'm so yeah. excited. Launch date is February 20th. So, yeah, that's, it was a busy week with stuff coming in at the store, but it was mostly restocking. Oh, there's some new, new, new yarn for our sock and hat clubbers that'll be out within the next week or so. Fancy. Yeah. Yeah. So you can do all those things that when you do that, make sure you're putting at least a hundred dollars worth of stuff into your cart and check out because when you do that, it's going to qualify you for free shipping on that entire order. In it's the amazing. U.S. In the United States. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're not in the U.S., we'll ship it to you, but... It's going to cost you a little more. You've got to pay for shipping. But it's well worth it. I will tell you that right now. Don't let the, the shipping charges scare you. Do you want to talk about the new uh, thing? That maybe even if you don't order $100 worth of stuff, you can maybe mm. get free shipping? Um, pretty new and exciting. Uh, I'll be sending an email out this week to any of our email subscribers. And if you want to subscribe to the emails for the store, just go to fireflyfibers.com and then there's a sign up link there for the 
for the emails. I, I, I assume you're talking about the, the new uh, Firefly points. I don't know what else I'd be talking about. Okay. Um, we are launching our new, or officially we'll, we'll be launching launched, our right? new, um, the official like announcement of it will be this week for the uh, Firefly Fibers reward program that See, is going to, that will for the first time ever be for our not all our brick and mortar customers, which we've had a program since we opened for them. But I've been working really hard to find something that's going to work for them and for ooh. our wonderful online customers. Everybody can participate. Yep. So um, there will be like the, the the main reward, like the biggest reward, is going to be you'll get you can get a twenty five dollar credit. Um, for 500 points and you get a point for every dollar of regular priced in-stock merchandise. So pre-orders, um, classes, um, sale items, and like purchasing gift certificates, that won't count toward it, but everything else will. Um, our old pro- program was just yarn. So this is, I think a lot of people are excited because it includes it includes books and um, uh, books and, and needles. needles and sure. with the Likas, everybody has been really happy because everybody's been buying Likas. So, um, but yeah, and then there are some other, there are some other rewards in there. So if you're an online customer, there's one that we have right now and we'll, we'll switch them up from time to time. Um, but one of them that's in there right now is for, I think it's 250 points. Um, you can get free U.S. shipping. So even if you don't order a hundred dollars worth of stuff, which I still recommend. Yep. Because then you can hang on to those points later and get yourself $25, $25 off of yep. whatever. But... If there's something you need right now and you don't have $100 worth of stuff that you want, you can use your points toward free shipping. Yep. And there's some other there's some other stuff in there, too, that's kind of fun. You can go in and you can – if you sign up for an online account, um, if you register for an account on the website, you get, I think, 20 points for that. Um, if you um, like us or share us on, on Facebook and if you like us on Instagram, you can get some extra points for that. So social media stuff. Yep. Um, yeah. It's, it's pretty it, – it, it's a really neat program, and um, it's one of the add-ins for our website and the the, co- the company that I've been working with. They're really, really nice. They've been very good at answering questions because I'm not a I'm not a web designer. Well, you shouldn't have I don't to be to have a website. Work, That's not how it works anymore. Yeah, it's been it's been really nice. So yeah, you can go in and check it out. You can look at all the rewards that are on there, and we'll kind of the 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 twenty five dollars store credit is going to be the big one, I think, and then we'll just sprinkle some other stuff in from time to time. Yeah. Like right now, I think I, I think it might be 300 points. You can get a free Love and Leche, a full-size lotion bar. So, yeah. And if you have um, one of the old, some of the, our old uh, yarn cards and you're a local customer, just bring it into the store through the end of the month. We can either stamp it or just transfer it over to, to the, um, transfer the points over to the new program for you. There you go. So, yeah. Through the end of February, we will, uh, you can continue using them and then after that, even if you still have a card, we'll just transfer your points. We're not going to take yep. your points away from you. Yep. I'm not a meanie like that. Not like that. Mike in, might be. In other ways, maybe, but not like that. No, not like that. So, yeah, I'm really excited. It's nice to have something that's not going to... And Well, and so many... I mean, how many cards do you have in your wallet for stuff right now? I want to help eliminate Too some many. of that for, for people and eliminate me having to make them because right. I do all that. Yep. I am the graphic design and... Uh, printing department as well but not the webmaster fortunately because then you can offer this not the web designer or the the the, the web yeah not the webmaster i guess yeah and this my friends is why you listen to the elisa the arnisa podcast because you are hearing it here first well i guess if you as long as you download and listen before the email comes out you're hearing it here first 
So I suppose there's no guarantee you'll hear it here first, but pretty good chance. If you listen to it when this goes up, then you'll be hearing it first. Well, you'll be hearing it... Unless you heard in the store. Unless it comes out after the email. Because I have been collecting yarn cards. Everybody has been very happy to get rid of their yarn cards sure. and not have to have another piece well, we of paper to carry around with them. Yesterday came in with like four yarn cards. like <laughs> Four partial because ones. Because people come in and they're like, oh, I've, I left it at home or I can't find it. Yep. So oh, we'll start a new one for you. So by the time you've got, you know, 80 points on four different cards. Yep. This way, there's no keeping track of any of the physical cards. You don't have to worry about losing it or misplacing it or forgetting it or whatever. It's, it's all going to be based there. on your email. When you have right. a reward, when you're eligible for a reward, it's going to send you an email and say, "Hey, you're a winner." Yep. That's always nice, and you can decide if you want to use it or if you want to keep it. Keep your points. You can keep your points and save them for something later too. Yep. And that's one of the things I think is really cool is that you've got various options on there. I know. When I order from, uh, I liken it to, they don't do it anymore, but bodybuilding.com where I used to get, and I still, I, where I now get like supplements, physical bodybuilding type supplement things. If your order reached a certain amount, you get, like I've gotten uh, free hats, stocking yep. caps, like uh, the aluminum or the aluminum water bottles. I've gotten uh, just like a few other things here and there. You, like you, you get to choose what you want so it's nice that you've got like the love and leche or you can get the free shipping or you can get this and that or some other things so people have options and i think that's pretty cool it's a fun way to do it i mean obviously the the big prizes if you want to accumulate your points over time and you go for the the 25 dollars off or whatever it ends up being that's probably what most people will do but it's it's nice to have other options for smaller rewards yeah and if we get you know if we end up having a you know oh there's one on there right now too i think it's 100 points and you get 20 percent off of sugar bush chill so basically, you don't even have to spend anything at this point. You can just sign up and do all of the other things and get 100 points and then go and get 20% off a of chill. I want to do that. Yeah, That's do it. That's a good idea. Do it. Because you get 20 points for signing up for an account. You get 20 points for liking us on Facebook, 20 on Instagram. That's three. What else is there? Sharing. Oh, and then if you put your birthday in there. You get another, I think, another 20, I think, or nice. something. So I think you can you can probably come up with 100 points right away. So, But, yeah, I'll be sending an email out to our subscribers cool. this week about it. So, so subscribe so. to that. What's that email? Just Go to, go to fireflyfibers.com and there's a subscribe there's a, there's a subs- box or something there. Yes. Because so you have that. to confirm that you wanted to sign up for it. Yes. So, so do that. Does that allow you to sign up for an account right away, too, at the same mm-hmm. time? Then do that. Yeah. Yeah. That makes it easy. Yep. Yep. So you sign up for there. And then if you, uh, actually, if you click down on the, the menu now, if you're on mobile, then there's a little menu drop down. But if you're on the, like on a desktop version, there's on the header, there's all the options. There's rewards up there. Just click on that and it'll bring up another window and it says log in or create an account. So I think it looks really nice. Good. So, Yeah. Yeah, that's big news. That's I was hoping to have that done before I came back from break. Yeah, but it didn't happen. No, that's it's a a fun thing. The new, the new point of sale that you know, as opposed to the one that we had a couple of years ago or a year ago, whenever it was, would not allow us to do to have an online reward set up, and uh, yeah. this does, and so it's pretty cool to make use of that and uh, allow everybody in the world. Well, because I want to thank everyone. In the world. Because as you know, the last couple Saturdays, you've talked to the same one of our customers that lives in Texas. She doesn't even live here, and you've talked to her yeah, twice. So she it's just, twice. It's, it's wonderful, because I've gotten to know people everywhere. In the it's world. It's just kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... 
Thank you to everyone. It seems unusually loud with a heavy bass. Or is that just my ears? Sorry for blowing up your ears if that's what happened. That was loud. That was very loud. (laughs) I'm so excited about the new point of sale and (laughs) the Arrow Garden. What about the shrub? I don't know what that is. So I skipped over it. <laughs> you skipped over it. So I don't know if anybody's, if anybody's, uh, if anybody knows what a shrub is. So, oh and no, not I like, know what a shrub is now. <laughs> we talked about this. Was it last? We night? talked about Two nights we ago. talked about it earlier this week, and we talked about it last week when I was making it because you're like, Elisa, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm making a shrub, and you're like, what is that? That's and I explained it to you, and you're like, I have never heard of that. And you were cutting up the persimmons. My my wife is so weird. And I, mean, I know what a shrub is. I've, we had shrubs in the front of the yard and had them taken out because they were stupid. Yeah, these are different. That's this is yeah, this is a different kind of shrub which I had never heard of until this. So, I, and I don't have. I'm not an expert. I'm I'm just playing around with it. I'm going to try again. I have uh, one that I'm going to try again um, this week probably. Um, so it's it's fruit soaked in vinegar. There are many different ways of going about it, um, but it's fruit soaked in vinegar, and then no, it's good. That sounds is that what you're drinking now? I'm drinking some shrub. It's kind of watered down. I'm not gonna be. It smells like try it. Does it have uh, rosemary in it? Yeah, just take it, and it's not. It's I mean, it's mixed with it's mixed with other stuff. Yeah, it's okay. I'm just trying to, well, I mean, it's... I'm not the biggest fan of rosemary, but it's still, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So this one is, uh, so it's a, it's it's fruit soaked in, it's like a, a fruit infused vinegar and then with like a simple syrup or some sort of like sugar syrup or honey in it. So it's like a sugar... And it's not very vinegary. Vinegar syrup. How much vinegar goes in there? It was a lot of vinegar. Was it? Yeah. Hmm. Why does it, so there must be a lot think, of sugar in there to counteract the vinegar. Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. Oh, it's pomegranate. So, yeah. but this one was, uh, I did pomegranate and rosemary. And then um, there's another one downstairs that I have to strain that is um, persimmon. That I saw, yeah. And um, I did the persimmon with uh, uh, apple cider vinegar. So can mix that with... Um, stuff in the morning for hmm. a little bit of apple cider vinegar, but I have to make I have to mix some sir, uh, some some simple syrup with that or some sugar. So we'll see. People have been a uh, their shrubs have been getting more popular lately. So hmm. yeah, this is some of this. It's some of the the rosemary pomegranate syrup or the shrub, and then um, a little bit of uh, um, sparkling water. And then shot of vodka. Oh, of course. It'd be really good. We didn't have any gin. I would have preferred gin because I think that oh, would have gone with that. it better. But there, we don't have any gin. We don't have mixing gin. We have fancy blue gin, right? From, uh, oh, what is it? In Sun Prairie? Not Sun uh, Sock Prairie. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not mixing my Door County. Is it Door County? Our Door County distillery. I thought it wasn't. I thought it was the uh, Wollersheim Mm-mm. No, my parents got Wollersheim when they were oh, here. They got that for somebody. But yeah, okay. we have the we have the Door County downstairs that we got when we were up at Door County two and a half years ago. Yeah, we should yeah. probably we'll drink that this summer in our shrub. 
in our shrub. But yeah, so I mean, I think it will, we're going to, we'll see how it, it just seems. It's like, I like having something kind of like, I like some carbonation, but not yeah. always soda. And I hardly ever drink soda. The only soda I ever drink is Coke. Cause yeah, that can't stop. Coke, the Coke is good. The Coke is really good. So, but yeah, so I'm going to see how it, see, see how it turns on, kind of play around with it. That was pretty good. I got the idea from, uh, well, I've made them before. I made a cranberry tarragon one, I think, one year with some fresh tarragon. Hmm. It was pretty good. But um, I got the idea from uh, Gigi uh, Strong from uh, um, from uh, um, he works at Fringe with Karen. Oh. So, yeah, he... Uh, he posted about uh, someone, he makes his own shrubs. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I have a bunch of persimmons in the fridge. I should just try it. And so, and this is just with white vinegar. So, but yeah, I'll see how the persimmon one is. I think it's going to be interesting with the apple cider vinegar in it. But yeah, so there's that. And then um, there's the arrow garden, which we have been pretty much staring at for. Can you make an, you could grow your own shrub ingredients I in could, the arrow garden. I could grow my own tarragon to exactly. put in my shrubs or basil. Of course. You have basil in there, right? I do. So talk about the arrow garden for everybody that may not be aware of what an arrow garden is. It works. So far, well, it's working. So far. It's working. Everything is growing. I did peek in there before I came up and the parsley is coming up. It's also a good security light. Oh if you gosh. have issues with home security, you want to keep an eye on what's happening in the backyard. You don't need to get a yard light. Just get an arrow garden and put it in your window. Yeah. So so what? talk about what is an arrow garden for people that are not familiar. Didn't we talk about it last week? I don't. Think yeah, we so. did. Did we? Yeah, we did talked about it. Well, yeah, it's a maybe t- people, they, maybe not everybody listen. listened every single week, which is fine. So uh, it's a it's a little hydroponic garden, and I've like I, th- I think I said this. I've I've seen them at when we've been at uh, Kohl's in past years, not recent years, but past years during the holiday season. I've seen them there for super duper cheap, and yeah. like, oh, I want one of those. I want a grilled lettuce in the winter, and I never really got one i never like they always seemed really they were still expensive well they're still expensive now but and uh yeah this one was still expensive but then when this one was almost the same price as the other ones that i'd been that i'd seen and it was half off and i can grow nine plants in there and it came with stuff and so it came with all all the pods and so um yeah so i got it and i planted everything on um, was was last saturday when i was gone or Sunday morning. Oh, it was or Sunday morning. That's right. Because you got home and you're like, "What's that?" And I'm like, "Oh, well, it's been sitting in the dining room in a box for the last three weeks." But finally got it out, and uh, so everything uh, with the, the so I have uh, three basil plants in there. There's a Thai basil, two regular basil's, um, thyme, Italian parsley. I can't. A couple other things, um, but the. The uh, I posted a picture on Instagram. The um, the the lettuce greens, mm-hmm. they were coming up within like a day and a half. Yeah, it was really fast. And they're like up above. I have to take the domes off of some stuff already, like in the next day or two. Because yeah, each of the little pods, I mean, it's almost like a little K cup kind of a thing. Almost. It is, but it's got a little plastic dome. So the whole thing is under. Is it glass? No, it's plastic. Under like a bit under a plastic dome, but then each of the little uh, cups. They've got their own little plastic dome, I guess, to keep the humidity in or the moisture in or humidity mm-hmm. in and keep them a 
normal constant temperature, I guess. Yeah, because it's so so the so the under the, so there's like it, it's kind of like a big like tank of water underneath. Yeah, and then there are nine holes on the top on the plastic, and they there's like they're almost like little they're like plastic kind of like little like spiky kind of net things. Yeah, it's that like three there's or four like four inches long. Yeah, and they're like biodegradable. Like I don't even know what they call. It. They're like it's just like what they grow in. It's like peat moss kind of stuff sure. in there. And so the seeds are in there and then it all just kind of, it gets all of its, you put nutrients in there every 12 days or whenever the thing tells you to do it. I mean, it's, it's pretty much idiot proof. Well, so far. Dude, so far. See. It's only been a week. Stuff is growing. It is so exciting. Um, so yeah, it, 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 it has it sets the timer itself for like how long the lights need to be on during each phase of it um yeah and everything's coming up it's just it's been really fun seeing stuff growing in january yeah in wisconsin so granted it's indoors but it's still cool i thought we were done with winter when all the snow was gone yesterday and then i woke up this morning to somebody shoveling outside and like no, I just hear, I just hear that scraping sound of the the shovel on the concrete. I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? It, no, it, it wasn't supposed to snow, but apparently it was. I just don't pay attention. I heard it last night when I was before I drove home that it was supposed to snow today. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't look that far ahead. I probably let's say I, I, I during the week I do just because I have to be aware if I need to leave early for mm-hmm. work or anything like that. But on the weekend, I don't look at the weather. All of a sudden, yeah, and it's it's only like an inch. It's not a lot of snow, but it, it's enough to be. Annoying. But then you're in the kitchen, and it's like the sun is shining in because the arrow garden is on. It's blinding. <laughs> I think it's so bright. It is so bright. Yeah, yeah. When I got home last night, I took a couple pictures from out in the driveway. Yeah, because it's it's. I mean, it lights up like well, three quarters of the yard. And now that the ground is covered in snow, it's going to oh reflect everywhere. You're probably going to, we have light pollution. We can't look at the stars anymore. We're going to, we're going to, the cops are going to be showing up because the neighbors are going to be complaining because they're getting blinded by our uh, arrow A garden. operation. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'll take some pictures. Uh, I'll take some pictures tomorrow and post them of the, the progress. Yeah, it was neat. I, I posted a picture on Instagram and um, I had I had thought about grow lights for a while for some stuff and like starting spring plants and um, Jane Richmond replied and she got she got a grow light this year and it sounds like she couldn't wait so she has I think spinach and a couple other things going at her house nice. right now so well it's neat because it's it's LEDs yeah and it's you know you look underneath at the lighting rig or whatever the setup and it's mostly white LEDs but there's some blue ones and, and some, some red, red ones, ones in there and what is the difference with that there's, there's different uh, different types of light obviously not frequency I guess it's a free, like the different wavelengths of light okay so blue and red and yeah that's that's all that is. It more, I guess, accurately represents the sunlight. It's pretty neat. Yeah, I'm just. It's neat to. It's it's cool to have, be having something growing this time of year because hopefully we get something out of it because it would be nice to have something actually green. I mean, now they're just like teeny tiny little centimeter high leafy plants, but well, they're more than a centimeter. Some of them, the dill, I think, is almost an inch tall right now. That's because good. it has no, to come up from... But it's so thin. Yeah, but it's going to... You can't it, even put that on a salad yet. Well, and that's what they... The, they what I've been, from what I've been reading is that the, hydro, the hydroponic stuff grows faster because it's just water. It doesn't... Yep. Yeah, so we'll see. I'm excited. I'll take some pictures. Yeah. Good. I'm thinking about using it for seed starting in the spring, too, if we sure. need to do some... If we... D- just depending on what we decide to do, so... 
Yeah, we've got some options for that, too. Yeah, so, yay! I don't think it's going to not work. I've been looking at reviews, and I have not seen anybody be like, this thing sucks. No, I think it's pretty, like you said, it's pretty much fool, foolproof. It's uh, the it's like guaranteed the seeds or whatever the pods that are guaranteed yep, that something they're guaranteed will grow to germinate. There, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was just really weird, though, that it, like, started, the, 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 the lettuce was growing in, like, a day. Yeah, it's quick. So, yeah. What else do we have? Oh, um, you just, <laughs> the, um, so we, uh, well, which one do we going to talk about? Whatever you want. This is, so, it's the least there needs a podcast after all. So, well, and I, I haven't talked about real plans for a long time. I mean, I talk about every once in a while because that's what I use for, that's what I've used for my meal planning for yeah. a year and a half. Um, and I do the annual membership and I think it's 72 a year. So it's like six bucks a month for the annual membership for meal planning. Um, so that we're in what we're, we've been an affiliate for that for a year now, I think I or a little over a year. Um, but it's it's a it's a really great menu planning system. You there are a bunch of recipes already built in, and of course my favorite um, there are add-ons, and of course my favorite add-on is Nom Nom Paleo. Um, but they're not all in there. So like Michelle just came out with a recipe today that's new on her blog. It's not going to be there, but um, it's a sheet pan pork chops. With Brussels sprouts and apples and onions and balsamic vinegar, and it looks and delicious. It, I don't think there's any fish sauce. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. Probably not going to be very good then. Nom nom paleo recipe. So all you do is to import a recipe. Is you just if it's something that's on the internet, you can get like a, you can get a Chrome plugin, and you just click on it, and then it brings up a little window, and it says import. And it imports it, and you just make sure that everything looks okay. And Michelle's import really easily. She updated something on her website, so the ingredients all import, and then all of the instructions import um, pretty clearly. But otherwise, you can copy and paste and put stuff in there and add pictures. And um, cool, yeah. It's I, I added the the kimchi recipe from the cookbook because we. Uh, I don't need to keep referring to my cookbook. I like it because it puts everything in my grocery list for it. Yeah. So, um, so that's really, I, I need, I need to, I, I should do something with like just showing how I plan the week sometime, huh? Sure. Um, the other exciting news is we are now a Thrive Market affiliate. So there's a link over on the right hand side of Elise the Yarnese that you can click on there. And Thrive Market is like a, um, it, <sighs> healthy kind of food but it's like discounted prices like i mean it's it's pretty much wholesale prices on food so i get um i get my fish sauce from there i get my red boat fish sauce from there mm -hmm. um i get my coconut amitos um thrive has a lot of their own brands of stuff that they carry um that are very reasonable and very good their ghee is really good mm -hmm. um i get their ghee and it's yep. i think it's 10 or $12. I can't remember for the, for the jar of it. Um, and they do, they have, you get promotions all the time with it. I think the promotion that we have, did you take a look? I think it's 20% off. The, I didn't even look at it. No. Yes. Yeah, so if you click through on our, on our affiliate link on the website right now, um, you'll get your, you, and you sign up for a membership, you'll get 20% off, I think on your first three orders. And then 
and then you get discounted prices anyway, and they do free shipping over $49. Nice. So we, we were talking earlier this year that part of your goal for the year is to shop smaller and all yeah. of that and not do as much online. And you know, for me, some of the stuff that I get, I can't get it locally. Right. I can't find Red Boat locally. I can't find you know a lot of that stuff locally. Right. Um, so Thrive for me is I would rather give my money to Thrive than to Amazon. Amazon, yeah. Yeah, so... And they just they they have a lot of really one really great promotions. Um, my recommendation is always leave something in your cart because it seems like you get like emails for like an extra ten percent off of everything today. But you need to have stuff in your cart to do yeah. it. It's like it it gets triggered that way somehow. I don't know. I imagine you put something in your cart and it sits there for twenty four hours or forty eight yep. hours or whatever. Then they say, "Oh, just uh, give them a little nudge and have them come back and make their order." Oh, and it works. Yeah, Cause, exactly. Because then why I they order. I get um, the other thing that I get from there that I can't that I can't get locally um, that I love um, is I get uh, nut pods. The yeah. almond cashew um, creamer um, that I use for my tea. And it's really, really good. Yeah. Carrageenan free, and it's a nice small container. It stays fresh in the free, fresh in the fridge for quite a while. Um, and it's what is that called when you don't have to? It's shelf stable, so you don't I have know. to refrigerate it um, until you open it, so it doesn't take up space in the fridge. Sure. So I get that there. Um, yeah, I get all sorts of stuff from there. They have really good. The Epic Jerky is really good from there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did. They just. I just got a coupon and ordered again. They, it was up to you got 40 percent back in thrive cash up to 25 dollars. so yeah i ordered a bunch of stuff and now i have thrive cash coming nice and i got something free you a lot of times they have like a special deal and you get something for free that day too that's pretty cool i like so there you go. Stuff. so go to the website yeah. com. right hand side all the affiliate stuff is there new one thrive market check it out sounds like a pretty good deal to get off probably 20% off your th- first three orders. Probably don't want to guarantee that, but I'll double check. It sounds I'll look like. at, I'll look at the website real quick. <laughs> yeah. They, um, and they ship really fast. They do have, um, they don't have refrigerated stuff. So that makes sense. You, but they do have, um, if, if you want to try, um, grain free chips, they have Siete chips. And they're the Siete tortilla chips are really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah, they're they're paleo, dairy, and gluten free. Cool. So, um let's see here. Elisa thearnista.com. Let's see what it says. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. There's Yep, extra twenty percent off your first three orders. So that's if a heck you, of a deal. If you join now, you will get an extra twenty percent off of your first three orders, which is so do that. But don't just go to thrivemarket.com or whatever it is. No. Go to elisathearnista.com and click on that picture on the right hand side with Thrive Market where it talks about the twenty percent off for your first three orders because then that helps us out. Obviously, it doesn't cost you anything, but it, it's a good way to support the show. I was talking earlier before we started all of this with our our patrons. I think I, my computer. Doing some things I don't particularly care for, and it's making me nervous. And the dumb thing is right now, of course, when I'm looking at getting a new computer is when computer components are getting ridiculously expensive because because you know anything about Bitcoins and cryptocurrency and no? Yeah, so basically like Bitcoin, there's all these uh, cryptocurrency, which is basically money that is not supported or 
sponsored or made by a government so it's not made by the united states government or the british government or anything like that it's it's a it's something that's basically used online there are some stores that use it which is absolutely crazy to me because it went from like one bitcoin was worth like four thousand dollars or something and now it's worth like 800 or something like that so it's it's very volatile but to get bitcoins you can either buy them or you can quote unquote mine them with a computer and so of course if you've got you need super good computing hardware to do that so all the things that i would want the video cards the memory the processors the good stuff is has gone up in price because supply is so low because all of these people mining cryptocurrencies are hoarding everything and spending you know buying multiple multiple machines and having these all run at the same time so they're eating up electricity which costs a lot of money plus they have all the computer components which is costing a lot of money so anybody like me that just wants a computer to do video editing and streaming and playing video games all that kind of stuff you kind of priced out because things have like almost doubled in price a lot of times so i'm hoping if you if you have no idea what he's talking about, I really don't understand any of it either. I can't the, wrap my head around like it's basically fake bitcoins. Money. I know I I don't I but it, but, you, fake, but you but you buy it, it works. So well, it, that's the thing. There aren't that many places where you can you where you can walk into a store and spend your bitcoins. So really, it, it's only good for the people who are trading it back and forth themselves, and it goes up and down in price. I mean, it's like the stock market to some degree where people are basically speculating on the future of the value of this currency, which kind of exists, but not really. It, the whole thing, I mean, I, if you are out there and you are a fan of, of the Bitcoin and, and whatnot, that, that, that's fantastic. Best of luck to you. But to me, the whole thing, just it, no thank you. If that, that'd be like you go to the bank and you get your fast 40 from the ATM, you get your 40 bucks when you pull it out of the ATM and then tomorrow's worth $10. I mean, that that's like how much the value of this currency moved. It's, it's insane. It's all very weird to me. Oh yeah, it is. It's, it's yeah, it's very strange. So anyway, point being, I don't even know how to get started on this. <laughs> so go to the real plans thing on, on the website, click on it, sign up for real plans, get 20% off your first three orders. How about, how about thrive market? Not help real me. plans. You oh, don't yeah. get, you don't get Either anything way. off of real plans. Except you, you can help us there, but yeah, help, yeah. help real us. plans and thrive market. Help us buy a new computer. Both are very good for, for, for you, for the Elisa, the Arnista podcast. Um, good. So now we're going to go to, uh, <laughs> the next, next segment, which just happens to be Canadian canoes. Is it Sunday? Is that is it's that what's throwing Sunday. you off? That yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything anymore. <laughs> All right, let's see uh, if I can make this happen. All right. So the first story, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on because every once in a while, very rarely, do my two worlds collide. The worlds of video games. The worlds of knitting. This is one such instance where um, this one comes from Rolling Stone, the magazine RollingStone.com. What remains of Edith Finch, the knotted tail of those hand knit gloves. So, what remains of Edith Finch is a game I, I'd heard of. I've never, I have not played it. 
if I get a new computer, I probably can because then it will be able to run it because I'm, I don't think right now it can run the game. So, Mike, are you saying that you, you, you want a new computer? I really want a new computer. But the point of the, the whole idea here, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time because, again, just as with cryptocurrency, I'm sure the people listening to this probably do not care a whole lot about video games. But this is a really interesting one where it talks about the development of the game and kind of the, the overall setting, the overall mood, and uh, the the personalities of the various characters. This is a game that takes place in first person it's a first person game. So basically you are the person out walking around. So as such, you never really see the character. Um, the only thing you see are the hands. And so you kind of have to develop, um, a style for the character based on just what you see. And a lot of first person games, it's like the shooting games. You've got the, the call of duty where you're out, you know, in world war two and you're shooting at each other and all this, this is one where you're just kind of out walking around exploring the, the, the premise here. I think there's something to do with you living in your grandmother's house and you're finding various things that kind of allude to you know learning more about your family and different things like that so it's a story driven game but in the meantime you have to kind of build a character based on just around what's happening in the environment around you but also kind of the hands and here uh the character there's some fun pictures in here it shows uh here you are going to the mailbox and you've got yourself a nice cable knit sweater and some uh, hand knit gloves that apparently great grandma made at some point and so it, apparently that plays pretty prominently into uh, the, the storytelling of this particular game and kind of how it was pitched from the person who, who was a, a designer on, on the game. So you're looking at uh, what goes into the environments, you know, what do you do in the game? What is the story of the game? But also, you know, how is everybody dressed? What are their personalities? And that's a big part of this one that I thought was pretty neat. So like I said, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it because people probably don't care, but well, it's fun. I would I would say that you might be surprised at how many of the knitters out there are also gamers. Yeah, that could be. I there are a lot of my uh internety knitting friends that I know are into gaming. Which is very weird to me cuz I'm well I'm not well cuz I can't do both. Well, I enjoy it. Time, no. But I, I can easily spend an entire afternoon. Well, I could spend days playing a video game. Sure. But then my sweater doesn't get knit. Exactly. But you have to do, you can't just have one hobby. You have to, you need, well, you shouldn't have one hobby. You need multiple hobbies. Otherwise, this is the first one I've knit this week, so I'm okay with this hobby for now. There you go. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) You do more than one thing. Yeah. 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 That's really, it looks really pretty. And now that I'm reading this again, I, I miss I missed this the first time, but it's apparently you you play as different characters throughout. It says as you switch from character to character, if you look down or if you interact with an object, you'll see your hands, and that's how you'll know you're a different person. Uh, Giant Sparrow it must be developer designer uh, took care that each character and their hands fit into the world of Edith Finch. Each pair of hands tells their own stories. Edith is an amalgamation of them all. The process of building Edith Finch is what created the story itself. Hash said. It was the art of building those pieces where the game became clear. Hmm. So a pretty interesting uh, story. This is one of my favorite kinds of games. The kind of very heavily uh, story driven. um, We just kind of get to walk around and explore and and kind of unveil and learn about your environment and maybe some sort of a mystery or or story or something that had happened that you're trying to uncover. Pretty neat. So is it a PC game or is it what platforms? Uh, I don't honestly know. I know it's at least PC, but it's probably also Xbox and PS4, I would imagine. Okay. 
Uh, next story, Woolen Things Knitter outlasts cricket fans at one day cricket match in Napier. So this one comes out, uh, comes to us from New Zealand. This story takes a very interesting turn that has very little to do with the headline. It's a, it's a fun combination of the headline, but also kind of some kind of insider business information of owning a yarn shop, which I thought was interesting. So this is, uh... History records a one-day cricket match between New Zealand and Australia that was uh, controversially abandoned without a ball being bowled in Napier 12 months ago. So I had to go back and look this up and figure out exactly what happened here. So apparently there's a cricket match in New Zealand. New Zealand team was hosting an Australian team, and it had rained just before the game. And there were parts of the field that never dried out. And there were some sections that were just like puddles. The field wasn't draining properly or something like that. So after a day, from what I gather, they called the game and said, no, we can't play. The field's not good. It's too wet. People are going to get hurt or whatever. Apparently, uh, but it was still a needle match for Christine McCluskey, who, despite being a cricket watcher rather rather than an absolute fanatic, outlasted most of those at McLean Park. She stayed around until the gameless end was announced after 7 p.m. on February 2nd last year. Uh, Mrs. McCluskey spent the day with a friend on the embankment knitting and says we were probably the only people who were happy. I think I was knitting a shawl. I got heaps done. It was great. So apparently they sat around for a day while this was happening and just sat there and knit until they called the game. See, knitting is good for you. It, 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 people that say they don't have the patience to knit, I don't have the patience to not knit. That's a way to look at it. Because, yeah, I do much better sitting and waiting, but, I mean, I, that that seems like a long time to sit and wait. Yeah. I, and it, even the story that I, I eventually did find that talked about the game itself didn't say if it was 24 hours, because it says a, a one-day cricket match. So I don't know if it was a, a full 24 hours or if it was just, you know, like that day from you know from i don't know noon until 7 p.m or whatever it was either way that's a long time to sit there and not even have that'd be like going to a baseball game they don't even throw one pitch the whole thing just sounds very strange but so that's really all they even said about i guess what else is there to say but that's all they said about this cricket match but this uh just woman she owns a yarn shop in new zealand that she took over from her mom uh when her mom retired or she basically she bought the shop from her mom um, but it talks about kind of the history of the shop itself going through some, uh, I guess the ups and downs and changes in the industry and changes in the, the knitting and wool, I guess industry is all the only word I can think of there, but, uh, maintaining a loyalty to wool in the face of the synthetic fiber takeover. Mrs. McCluskey says, uh, with the shelves crammed with skeins of colorful wool, people like to know what what it feels like when it's knitted mm-hmm. uh, for a bit of variation in a once common homemaking craft or knitting includes such items as socks for Scottish husband, Paul, another part of the use of the fiber that was once a backbone of the New Zealand rural economy and even a way of life in homesteads uh, of the nation. He doesn't knit, but we've been married for 27 years. So he knows a lot about it. I think that's kind of how I mm-hmm. know a little bit about yarn here and there. There's a certain point where you just have to learn something by osmosis. Yeah, you pick up things. Who was somebody, I can't remember, was at the shop yesterday and I can't remember who it was but they were buying some Spud and Chloe 
And I'm like, oh, what's this going to be when you're done with it? And she said, oh, I'm making some little, uh, like, stuffed animals or little toys. I'm like, oh, you're doing Susan B. Anderson stuff. And she's like, yeah, how do you know? Like, yeah, you, you pick up on things after a while. If, you, if you're paying any attention whatsoever, you can't not know about Susan B. Anderson's knit toys. Especially in Wisconsin. Especially, well, yeah, and this close to Madison especially. Uh, Hawks Bay had a good share of the peak 70 million sheep population in the 1980s and retains wow. a solid share with the population now under 30 million, a decline which saw wool export volumes halved between 1995 and 2011. Um, Mrs. McCluskey's mom saw no reason to get out amid the, amid the wool decline, although the shop did branch into some synthetic fiber as well as haberdashery and sewing. Alterations of school uniforms are a big part of the current operation. I thought that your knitting stop is going to be a haberdashery? That seems like an odd pairing to me. Yeah. But if you have the space, yeah, I don't know. I, I can see the, the, you know, the alterations and the sewing maybe. I guess I don't know what goes into a haberdashery. That's basically just selling hats, right? You, not, you, you can't alter a hat. It's not like you, you have a nine and three quarters. You can alter it down to a nine and a half. You just put some padding in there, and you're good. Or I guess that situation, you would uh, take the padding. No, you would put the padding in because you want it smaller, right? Seems weird you're going to put a haberdashery in your, your yarn shop. Um, well, it's not... It's, it's a hat? A haberdashery? Yeah. Yeah, it's a hat shop. It's got to be. If it's not a hat shop, I've thought my entire life a haberdashery is a hat shop. Shop selling notions or men's clothing and accessories. Oh, there you go. So. Which is, okay, so I'm, that's even weirder. You're going to sell men's clothes and accessories in your yarn shop? But I, Whatever it is, it works oh, for them. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, a haberdasher is a person who sells small articles for sewing such as buttons, ribbons, zippers. And that's in the UK or a men's outfitter, which would be American English. So if they're in New Zealand, I'm guessing that it's going off of UK. So it'd be huh. buttons and zippers and, and, so, and okay, sewing so that notions. That makes sense then. Yeah. So a haberdashery is apparently different uh, over across the pond in here. Which is interesting because I think I picked that up originally from uh, was it Nigel, probably Nigel Tuffler oh, from gonna... Spinal Tap. Who said that that's what he'd be doing if he wasn't playing rock and roll? Is he'd, he'd work in a haberdashery, and I think he was asking about the hat sizes. So he was he was an American playing an English character using American English instead of English English. Anyway, so any yeah, it talks about the kind of resurgence of uh, interest in craft work and needlework, and knitting and crocheting and all that kind of good stuff. So it's pretty cool. The last and final story of Canadian canoes. I'm going to need a bigger hook. St. Louis woman crochets giant cozy, giant cozy hat for traffic ball. So these are big concrete spheres, balls, like you see at, I think Target has these out front so you don't like smash and grab with your car and run through the windows and everything. So she made some haberdashery for them? No, she made a hat. Maybe she works at a haberdashery and she knows how to make a hat. Uh, but one St. Louis woman used her crocheting superpowers for good this month. Her mission, make a divisive new addition to the neighborhood just a little cozier. The traffic calming concrete balls began appearing along corners of Compton Avenue at the end of 2007, quickly becoming a neighborhood gripe. St. Louis, 
lawyer Brooke Roseberry. Yeah, Roseberry said, uh, it's all anyone ever talks about in the neighborhood, which if that's all you're talking about in your neighborhood is the, the giant concrete balls in the road. Then you just need to stop talking. Maybe, you need to stop complaining. Maybe things are okay. Yeah. If, if that's the that's the big topic of conversation in your area. Uh, the concrete orbs were added to slow traffic around corners, um, but ball haters complain they are ugly and create a hazard for drivers. Okay. You I'm need looking, to drive more carefully. But look at this picture. Every single one of these is on the sidewalk on yeah. this side of the street. <laughs> You're just a bad driver. And the ones that are not are like still way out of the way. If you can't turn a corner without cutting it that close, you can run people over on the sidewalk. You know what, though? If you look at that, if you, it would make it hard. I assume that they're not putting them by parking spots. But if that was there, that would make it, you would be running your car door into it when you're parked and getting out of your car. I don't think those are parking spots, though. Are they right in the corner? Because they're only in the corner. Are so they? They're, they're only on the corner. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, if you can't turn a corner without cutting it that tight that you're going to hit a biker or a pedestrian or somebody on the sidewalk Well, or to in me, the it's crosswalk. not in any different spot than, like, a fire hydrant would be. No. And it's much bigger than a fire hydrant. It's Yeah, it's they're probably, what, three feet across? Yeah. I mean, they're huge. These are not these are not teeny tiny little things. They're huge. You can't miss it. Um, she's been crocheting since she was a child. Uh, launched a project Cozy Ball had on January seventh at a meeting of her knitting group at Kitchen House Coffee in Tower Grove East. She could spot one of the con- concrete balls right outside the coffee shop window. Using old yarn from a never completed baby blanket, Roseberry settled on a simple ball hat design. It's the only hat I know how to make, to be honest. I went out to the ball to check my progress partway through and thought, well, this is just never going to work. I'm going to need a bigger hook. <laughs> and so she has uh, eventually invested in what she called a humongous crochet hook to complete the daunting crochet feat. It went really fast after that. And so she finished the hat and put it out on the concrete ball. And, of course, the Internet had to get involved and do some Photoshopping. Here's one of uh, concrete, Cartman. Or Cartman as the, the concrete ball head. So... Yeah, and she said that she hoped that the the uh, hat would inspire more people to decorate the concrete orbs in the neighborhood. She's also been considering a few more projects of her own. She said next year I definitely want to do a Santa hat, which would be a ton of fun. So, I mean, we hear a lot of stories about yarn bombing and things like that. Here's one where apparently the big topic of conversation is these new... See, look at here. You can see down the street the only place they are is on the corner. Yeah, it seems like if that is your biggest gripe in your neighborhood, then things are probably okay. You're probably okay. You're gonna, yeah, you'll be just fine. All right, so that's gonna be the end of knitting news, and I think uh, at this point we're probably supper's done. Is supper done? Probably. All right, so we can probably go ahead and bind off and weave in our ends and all that kind of fun stuff. If you would like to follow Elisa on all of her social media adventures between this week and next when the podcast comes out, go to elisatheArnisa.com up in the upper right hand area. And find links to Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and Ravelry. Click on any and all of those. Find out what's happening. Look at some pictures. Do some fun things. What? Look at what you're doing. Oh, I was just checking something. <laughs> yeah. You can find all that stuff, uh, all that fun stuff there. Uh, again, oh. if you want to interact with. Oh, oh boy. I forgot. Um, the knit along this time around, I completely forgot about this. The knit along this time around for the Lopi sweater, it's on the website. It's on the, the Firefly Fibers website. This is the first time that I think I'm, I'm, I'm trial running it for involving our online community. So 
you cool. can, I mean, you've always been able to like purchase materials and all that, but this time around, I'm trying to, I'm making the incentive, I'm getting the, the incentives out there for everyone too. So there you go. I think it's going to work. New point of sale. Yay. Why would it not work? Well, it's, it's going to work. I mean, I'll find yeah, a way to make it work, new. but yeah, I think it's going to be, it's, it's good because I, I, a lot of people want to knit what we're knitting. Well, yeah, it's more fun if you can participate. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Sorry. And if you want to participate in the program, send an email podcast at com. Questions, comments, suggestions. What do you like? What do you don't like? What do you want to hear more of? What do you want to hear less of? What do you want to know? What do you want to know about us as people, as individuals in the world? Send us an email. Uh, we did that. We did that. Sign up Patreon, $5 per month for the live recording of the podcast each and every single week. You can hang out with the super cool party people in chat. It's a good time. Anything else? We're going to go eat some, I was going to say Hussein, but it's not Hussein. What is that stuff called? Harissa. Harissa. Harissa chicken. Apparently it's some spicy tomato chicken stuff. You're supposed to be super duper careful. I mean, it was very clear on that, on the tube that you're supposed to be very careful. And I put like half a cup in there. It was not spicy. No. I it mean, says it was, it's extremely spicy. It had some spice to it, but it was not where I'm not going to die, probably. It wasn't a ghost pepper. So It was definitely not a ghost pepper. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, we will be back in about a week, or actually we'll be probably back to our normal schedule next week, recording on Saturday, posting by 3 p.m. on Sunday, or at 3 p.m. on Sunday, unless we find something fun to do again next week, but otherwise, probably not. No, we probably, we're probably done having fun for the yeah, year. Yeah, we've used our allotment of fun for 2018. It's all done. Two Nothing weeks in left. a row. Yep, That's it's gone. It. We each got our, our fun. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. Have a good week. We will uh, we'll talk to you next week. Cheers. Oh, well, we sometimes feel we're to blame in some way for what our grand's become. I mean, she used to be quite happy here until she she started on the uh, crochet. <laughs> crochet? Yeah. Now she can't do without it. Twenty balls of wool a day sometimes. <laughs> if she can't get the wool, she gets violent. What can we do about it?